Well, it's Tuesday, so it is it is great to see your smiling face this week, Mona. How are you? This is fun. I think the camera's a little kinder to you than to me, but it is fun to have our faces. Yes. That's right. I mean, actually making eye contact with another person. This is kind of a new thing for me. This is an innovation. <laughs> What will they think of next? <laughs> we have a lot of ground to cover, but I, I need your fashion advice because, as, as you probably noticed, the number one issue on the American right today is something that Ron DeSantis felt the need to address at a press conference yesterday. Yep. Okay, I just, I, I just want to set this up. This is Ron DeSantis, the governor of the state of Florida, who's running for president of the United States, and he felt he had to address the most important issue in America today. Let me just play the sound of this. Did you guys hear the U.S. Senate just eliminated its dress code because oh. you got this guy what? from Pennsylvania who's oh. got a lot of problems. I mean, let's just be honest, like how he got elected. Well, I, I mean, he got elected because they didn't want the alternative, but um, he wears like sweatshirts and hoodies and shorts. And that's his thing. No. So he would campaign in that, which is your prerogative, right? I mean, if that's what you want to do. But to yeah. show up in the United States Senate with Shocking. that and not have the decency to put on proper attire, I think it's disrespectful to the body. And I think the fact that the Senate changed the rules to accommodate that, um, you know, I think looks speaks very poorly uh, to how they consider that. Look, we need this country, we need to be lifting up our standards in this country, not wow. dumbing down our standards in this country. And this is an example why. <clears throat> okay, so as somebody that once wrote a book, Dumbing Down America, um, Dumbing Down Our Kids, I, I take that kind of personally. But So Mona, um, I defer to you on this dress code issue. Is this another sign of the decline of America? We should be lifting up America, not allowing... John Fetterman to wear hoodies, I guess. So to establish my bona fides, let me just say that I am a conservative and I'm conservative mm -hmm. about attire as well as many other issues. This is no. But I'm not inclined to take fashion advice from somebody who appeared in Florida in white oh, waiter boots. Cold. <laughs> Okay, so Fetter, Fetterman, by the way, is, I mean, he's hes giving back as certainly as well as he's getting. I, I love this uh, tweet from him two hours ago. I figure if I take up vaping and grabbing the hog during a live musical, they'll make me a folk hero. <laughs> no, that's completely fair. Completely fair. I've, I've never heard the phrase grabbing the hog before, though. Nor have I, but I think we can both guess what that okay, means. Okay, okay. But uh, look, I mean, they, there used to be uh, something called conservatism that, that had a sort of coherent view of how people should yeah. behave and many other issues. And uh, people who are supposedly conservative now don't quite live up to, uh, to their own standards. So I had a, a couple of reactions to DeSantis, once again, reminding us how just bad he is at this, that he felt the need. Yes. It, it's almost like somebody hands him the memes of the day. This <laughs> is trending on right-wing social media. Marjorie Taylor Greene is talking about this. You must talk about this. Okay, so that's, that's Ron DeSantis. But also, on a slightly more serious note, he expressed more indignation about the dress code in the Senate than he did about the attack on the U.S. Senate on January 6th, right? <sighs> is like when people Absolutely. broke into, broke the windows, trashed it, you know, defecated on the walls. Yeah, I kind of wish I'd hear that this much, but I don't know. Uh, that's a burn. 
Thank you. It, it is a burn. Now, it's interesting. It's another reminder, though, that DeSantis's whole strategy was that you run to the as hard to the right as possible. You don't allow any daylight between yourself and the edges. You you are more Trumpy than Trump. And then Trump comes out this week and basically goes, "All right, you completely misread the the landscape because I'm moving to the left. I'm 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 actually going to throw the pro-lifers like you." Under the bus. That's right. I'm not just going to say that I didn't like the six-week abortion ban. I'm going to say that it was terrible what you did. So, Mona, <laughs> what do you make of this? The, the weird new politics of, of abortion. Yeah. And the pro-life movement, of course, spoiler alert, rolling over for Donald Trump almost immediately. Yeah. So DeSantis is now going to have to pivot away from the topic that he was very comfortable with, which was encouraging all of his would-be supporters to die of COVID because they don't get the vaccines. That's uh, part of his platform. Mm. But now he's going to have to focus on abortion. And uh, yeah, he he decided, and again, we've talked about this, that, that his play was to try to run to Trump's right and therefore prove that he was Trumpier than Trump. But of course, there's only one Trump and he gets to change his positions and his yes. followers go with him. So you can't duplicate that as the wannabe Trump. The the endless malleability of Donald Trump, but also his supporters, right? Exactly. And so the abortion thing, you know, is so interesting. So, okay. So first of all, Trump is clearly, he has already decided that he's won the nomination. He doesn't have to compete for the Republican nomination and worry about whether, you know, some pro-lifers yeah. may be alienated. So yeah. he's thinking about the general, but you've got to consider that those people who gave up every standard that they ever said they cared about to vote for Trump and support Trump because of abortion are now going to be supporting a guy whose position to the degree you can nail him down and he tries to wiggle around it, but right, basically right, right. it's 15 weeks. It could change again. So it could. So let's just review. Um, 88% of abortions happen in the first trimester, the first 12 weeks of pregnancy, 88%. In the first 15 weeks, it's 95% of abortions. Oh, oh, 95%. Okay. So that's the pro-life candidate. He wants a policy that will basically permit abortions, 95% of abortions. So, guys, uh, I await your rationalizations and explanations for why this is just fine. That will be interesting. Now, as I, I mentioned on the podcast yesterday with Will, you know, look, I mean, you have to understand, first of all, that, that Donald Trump has no fixed principles on this and doesn't care about this issue at, at, at all. No. But this is not a stupid political move. In many ways, this no, is a not. savvy political move. Because if you look at the polls, the 15-week ban does not strike people as extreme. So if you're trying to move the Republican Party off the most extreme edge of this issue, you end up kind of where Donald Trump is. But the problem is, that all of these other pro-life governors have gone out there and they've, you know, you know, fallen on the sword of a six-week ban. And he just, I mean, he kneecapped them completely. So did you see Nick Cataggio's piece? She called he called it the end of the pro-life movement as we know it. Oh, you know what? I had that keyed up, but I hadn't read it yet. Yeah. Yeah. So let me just read you this. In the Republican Party, moral criticism can only properly be leveled against enemies of the grassroots right. 
moral criticism of the base or one of its champions, if it's to be made at all, must be presented as political criticism. Although Trump is leading the Republican primary by a zillion points, for example, his opponents continue to resist saying he's unfit for office. And then he goes on to say that, uh, you know, you really got to see what the priorities of the right were when he basically, you know, said that, yes, he's pro-choice for 95% of the abortions. And uh, okay, never mind. We're going to go along with that. To listen to the rest of this episode of Just Between Us, become a Bulwark Plus member today. 